It's the hour. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. And on today's episode... The coronavirus may linger on penis longer than Ted Cruz has lingered on Trump's. AI can now detect sarcasm. I'm sure that won't come back to haunt us. Russia is going to clone ancient warriors. Jon Snow quoted as saying, Oh, fuck. New alcoholic beverage from Ukraine. The problem is you have to drink the whole thing yourself because if you split it, it could cause a cascade effect. A hiker is shot after being mistaken for a turkey. I hope they brined him first. And finally, Russian doctor who worked on the political opponent to Putin was found alive. Wow. He, he must live on the first floor. I think so. Uh, well, to celebrate, Putin is offering him a penthouse suite in the most upscale and tallest hotel in Moscow. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And um, Great views. <laughs> So this doctor disappeared after a hunting trip. Luckily, he wasn't hunting with Dick Tracy. Uh, <laughs> Dick Tracy. It was Dick Tracy. They would have been able to easily find him. You just got on, the, got on the little watch, you know, calling Dick Tracy. <laughs> I'm reading it on the screen. Why did Tracy come out of my mouth instead of Cheney? No idea. You were on a, a Dick, Ch- Dick Tracy kick. Now you're stuck now, on the now Tracy Now I'm all Chaney fucked up. Yeah. Tracy Cheney. You think that's one of his kids? I'm, I'm Tracy Cheney. Okay. <laughs> I'll shoot you in the face and call on my, you know, that's the thing uh, with uh, Dick Tracy. We we all have the Dick Tracy watch now. We all do. Yeah. Yeah. Back then it was like, oh, well, look at that. That's amazing. Now we all have it. And it's like no big deal. Who even calls from their freaking watch? I do. So sometimes I do answer calls from, I don't call from it, but I answer calls from my watch if my phone is like in my pocket or unreachable or something. Yeah. You can like just especially, do quick, hey. Yeah. If I've got like, um, like groceries in my hands. Mm. So there are very few people I will answer the phone for anyway. This is true. But like if. It's all telemarketers anyway. Exactly. But if someone calls and I've got groceries, something in my hand, I'll be like, hey, what's up? Let me call you back in a minute or whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, that's nice. Yeah. It's, it's just. A, it's courteous. It's a pain to talk in it. And then you do feel like Dick Trade is, you know, up to your face. Yeah. And yeah. then everyone can hear. And then you. I feel like I have to yell into it. So then it makes me feel like I'm an old person. <laughs> I'm like, Hello. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, it's your father. So, yeah. Your father. Old man yells at watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first step. So it is. <laughs> so then I have to avoid it, which is the other first step. Mm. So avoiding either, the new technology. Yeah, either yeah. you avoid new technology or the, you use it poorly. You're right. You basically use it like an American talking to someone with a you know different language. You just talk really loud. So this is how my mom talks on airplanes. Um, I, I don't know why, but she yells on airplanes. Um, the first time we flew, so my mom is a nervous flyer, but was like trying to be like, uh, not nervous for us, for me and my sister. Cause we had never flown before, you know? Yeah. It's putting on a brave face. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, we're sitting like in the, in the plane and she's just like, isn't this cool? We're like, yeah, mom. We were teenagers. Like, yeah, mom, it's yeah. cool. Who, who are you convincing mom? Look, you can see the jet from here. All right. Mom, you're embarrassing me. Uh, stop. Uh. How exciting. The window. It's through the window. It's on fire. <laughs> There's something on the wing. Some thing. <laughs> My mom doing her best. <laughs> well, she, uh, she knew that you like Star Trek, so she wanted to you know put you at ease. Exactly, yeah. You'll get a kick out of this if I you know, <laughs> pull a little Will Shatner out. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> So how's your week? <laughs> uh, you know, eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I apparently took my uh, virtual students hostage today. Mm. So 
they're, they're to the point the, the seventh graders not so much a problem the eighth graders have no desire to talk they don't turn on their cameras it's usually me and like two students who have the entire conversation and the other literally 45 to 50 people on the call silent wow that's a lot of people to be on one call though i mean not when they just turn on the call and then walk away and do something else so that they get credit for being there and then don't do any work sure because they think that. anyway uh so I ask these questions. I give them a sheet of all the questions I'm going to ask mm-hmm. so that they're prepared. And it's called the discussion prep, prep sheet. Mm-hmm. So here are the questions I'm going to ask so that when I call on you, you don't feel like, oh, crap, what do I say? Like, you know what I'm going to ask you. So you can prepare what you want to say. No yeah. big deal. Like, I feel like that's a good thing. It's like we do on the podcast. Do we have yeah, like a little prepare a little thing? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I ask these questions and it's just silent. No noise at all. Utter silence. And so then I became like a, a terrorist with hostages. And I was like, look, I will tell a bad joke until someone answers me. And they're like, no, no, someone answer. I was like, what is brown and sticky? A stick. And then I just kept going. And then finally someone's like, all right, fine, I'll answer. I was like, was that so hard? My wife told me I had to stop doing my flamingo impression. So I had to put my foot down. <laughs> That's previously featured on our show by the AI chatbot. I forget the name of it. <laughs> that's a that's a solid joke. Though. It is I, solid I like joke, that one. Yeah. I like that one. Uh, so yeah, that was that was the fun for today. Um, but other than that, you know, it's the end of a school year, mm, and mm-hmm. everything is just the worst because everyone's exhausted and the students aren't doing anything, and because our entire administration staff quit, we've got all these new people. Who are just making everything harder. Um, and it's like, friend, we have 18 and a half days left. We are not going to change the world. Save it for next year. Our goal is the plane is on fire. The engines are out. We are out of fuel. We need to get we just need to get this puppy to the ground with everyone on board, okay? <laughs> we don't need to start trying to serve dinner, okay? <laughs> we are coming in. I used to work with this guy named Larry at the bagel shop. And uh, like, hey, I see him for the first time. Hey, good morning, Larry. How's it going? Just trying to make it, boss. That's all he said. I was just trying to make it. And so that's what you're, you're that should be your mantra. Just trying to make it, boss. Just trying to make it. <laughs> well, see, I would say that if they ever asked us any questions. Oh. <laughs> they just come in and they're like, all right, look, this is how we're going to do it. I'm just trying to make it. <laughs> yeah. Please just let me make it. Yeah. Just please, please help me out. <laughs> I think they're going to be in trouble next year. That's just my gut feeling that uh, they're going to have a lot of turnover. Uh, and by that, I mean, I know at least four to five people in our nine person staff who will not be back next year. Yeah. If, if things go as expected. That's not going to be good. So you're going to be staffed like a like a McDonald's at midnight <laughs> on a Thursday night. You know, I, I look forward to the Republicans complaining when there's not enough uh, teachers because of Uncle Joe paying them to sit at home. Oh, yeah. Like a McDonald's at midnight. That was the big complaint that uh, some people were bitching about online about how not my friends, but my wife had some friends uh, were like, well, you know, I, the McDonald's near me is closed because they can't get anyone to work because Joe Biden is paying them to sit at home. <laughs> Joe like, Biden himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, look. Look, friends, it's good for the economy. It's good for people. Will you shut up? No, no. <laughs> that wasn't very good. I was I was trying there. I've been working on my Joe Joe impression. Keep working on it. Yeah, he's, it's, it's getting there. He's it's like getting a, there. He's like an NPR 
Bill Clinton. Yeah. You know, he's got a little bit of that, you know, Bill Clinton has that rust, rustly voice. Kind yeah. of. He's got a little bit of that, but he, he's whispering more. You just gotta gotta he's, get he's rid more, of the southern accents. Yeah, Somehow have like a New Jersey, not New Jersey. Where it's like a Mid Atlantic. He's there from it Delaware. is. Like yeah, he's from Delaware. Yeah, it's it's not southern, but it's it's something, and he whispers a lot. Yeah, like look, man, will you shut up? <laughs> I don't know. They're a border state. They, you, know, you can put a little southern in there. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, he's old. Every old person has like a little southern accent, right? <laughs> they still say like wash, wash instead of wash. That's all people say it. Look, Jill was washing my socks. And and when me and Barack washed socks, washed socks, you know, we knew where they were. Look, it's that easy, people. I don't know. It's rambling, but that's what he <laughs> yeah, does, right? He, he does, kind of, yeah. Well, because he's very old. He's that very might old. be part of the problem uh-huh. with doing an impression of him because he, he just, like, is everywhere. Yeah. Like, it's swirly, twirly. And you're like, where's this guy going? He's saying words. What? So that might be part like to mimic that is difficult. Well, yeah, because I, I have a hard time. Uh, so obviously I can ramble. I have a podcast, <laughs> but um, I don't I have a hard time just just have word vomiting. Mm-hmm. I, the words just don't come out like I'm word dry heaving, essentially. <laughs> when I try to do it. I just well, as long as you're not anal dry heaving. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Only one episode for that. <laughs> So, um, so apparently our, the last week's episode, no, I'm sorry. So last week's episode doesn't exist. It doesn't. Because I was traveling and then we were sick or tired or whatever we were last week. Yeah. Um, and then, um, the, before that, the episode before that, it never appeared on Spotify. That's very strange. We apologize for that. Um, but I don't know what to do about it. I guess that's a black spot on our record. Mm, mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was that a segue into something? No, it was just a spot pun. Oh, Spotify okay. spot. Oh, I get it. I get it. It's not funny when I have to explain the, the joke. The, the black spotification. Whoa, 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 whoa. Racist. <laughs> so how was your week, Jeff? Well, I was in uh, Alexandria, Virginia. Oh, I love Alexandria, Virginia. Very, very nice town. Beautiful place. Very nice town. Uh, on the last weekend. And um, uh, my friend... My dear friend got her PhD um, from nice. George Mason University. Like mm. she's been working her ass off for for I don't know 30, a while, thirty years yeah. to get to this point, right? So those she's, things those things are tough tough business. Yeah, so yeah. So it was, it was good. Uh, got to be around some people and new people that I haven't seen before. They're all vaccinated, so I got to like meet people, which was always awkward, yeah. you know. And I drank a lot of alcohol. I, um, there was this um. New, not new. I don't know if it's new, but it's this beverage. It's the shape of a white claw, right? Uh-huh. It's the shape and size of a white claw. Yeah, yeah. That's but a very popular can size currently, it especially if it's a seltzer. Yeah. So uh, it's called cacti, and okay. it's a seltzer okay. thing, but it's it's agave spiked, and it's a little like a little less sweet than white claw, if you can imagine that. I don't find white claw to be sweet. Yeah. Well, it's less sweet. <laughs> I find them to be a little bit, you know, bitter. Really? So I don't yeah. think you like this cacti thing, but I love them. And I mean, I'd give it a try. But... So White Claw is 5% alcohol. These cacti are 7% alcohol. Oh, so up in the game there. A little more tipsier. Uh, whoop-de-doo. Uh, yeah. So I, that was fun. I was, I was very, very proud of my friend to get a PhD. That, that um, is amazing. And yeah. Congratulations to your friend. Indeed. Indeed. If they are a listener. I so. think she listens sometimes. Awesome. Yeah. So that'll be good. I, I've met your friend like once, I think. Mm, yeah. Very pleasant. Had a good time. Made a fantastic rum and coke. 
She, yo, I'm she not really a, does. I am yeah. not a fan of rum and cokes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I do not care for them. But, like, if she was making them for me, I would drink them all day because oh. they were so good. So, <laughs> Was it a Captain and Coke or just, a, like, a white rum and Coke? I don't know. I don't remember what you had mm. at your house. Probably. Captain. Actually, I don't think I even saw it made because I was in the back, like, in the backyard. I oh, think. yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I don't know. She, All I know is it was delicious. She peed in it. Well, it was like her future future doctoral P, <laughs> PHP. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a, a technical thing, isn't it? A, a PHP? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's so, like a programming language. Yeah, she, she threw some code in there. She did. Yeah, some code yeah. Uh, DNA. So I mentioned that I met new people. I met people that are like me. Oh. Just like uh, drank a lot mm-hmm. and like were li- very extremely liberal. And, I feel um, like that's probably not hard to find, to be honest. To drink a lot, extremely liberal. I yeah. think extremely liberal people are few and far between. I disagree. So in her house, um, <laughs> have you been on Twitter? I was. Uh, They're everywhere. <laughs> I was walking by. Uh, you know, her house was very like, um, um, like kind of had these kitschy things inside mm. her house, and I was walking by one of the walls. Wait, wait. So up. like, so it looks like a Joe's Crab Shack. No, no, okay. no, it wasn't like like fake kitschy. It was actually oh, okay. real. So like a so, TGI Fridays. For example, I was walking by, and there was a clock, and on the clock was a photo of Conway Twitty. Do you know who Conway Twitty is? Not off the top of my head. He's the country singer from the 70s that sang the song, Hello, Darling. How are you? I do it's not know the song. It's been a long time. You don't know that song? No idea. Oh I don't gosh. listen to country, so. Not, you didn't listen to the country in the 70s even? I wasn't alive in the 70s. So this guy, Conway Twitty, he has this like big poofy hair and was like wearing this big like red, like big lapel shirt and stuff. And it was just, it's just like kitschy enough that I like it a lot. So I think I could probably identify maybe a song or two by Willie Nelson. Okay. Because back in the 1980s, when you bought a new vehicle, uh-huh. a Ford Motor Company would give you a cassette tape to play in your new cassette player in your new vehicle. Is that right? It is. And uh, and there was it, it was a wide selection, so it had like you know there was some Michael Jackson on it, there was some Willie Nelson, there was some classical music, uh, and so every time we were in my grandma's van, because you know we're driving from one part of the state to the other, we listened to this tape. And was and so, it on the road again, or like what Willie Nelson? Oh gosh, was what it was. Uh, I can't think of it. Babies grow I, up to be cowboys. No, 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 no. <laughs> I can't think of it off the top of my head. But if I saw, like, if I saw a name, I'd be like, "It's that one." Oh, that's the one. Yeah. I feel like there's something about your heart light. Turn on your heart light. Maybe that wasn't Willie Nelson though. I don't. Maybe know. Maybe it was Kenny Rogers. It sounds. Oh, could have been Kenny Rogers familiar. too. Yeah. I don't know. I I've got a. I have a list of it. Uh, oh, on, <laughs> on either Google Docs or over on my computer right over there uh, because I was doing this thing where I was taking old cassettes. I got a cassette player to uh-huh. USB so that I could see what was on these tapes, right. basically. Oh, so you still have the tape? I still have tapes. Wow. Lots of tapes. No, Actually, the tape, though. Uh, I, don't, I haven't found that tape yet. I okay. know it still exists. I know it is in my grandma's house somewhere. Mm. But what I did was when I was thinking about it, I was like, you know, we'd listen to that tape all the fucking time what was on it and i the internet never forgets anything yeah and there was this place where you could like any any cassette you could think of it would tell you what it was what the track list was and whatever and i found one oh disc from, hugs yeah, yeah from like uh <laughs> it was like ford motor company 1984 or something like that and i had the list and i was like 
I think this is it. And so then I went to YouTube and I just like listened to those songs. I was like, yep, 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 yep. There it is. Wow. So there you go. Very nice. The other thing I did, did I tell you about my food sensitivity test already on the you pod? You have, I believe, mentioned it on the pod. Okay. That you're sensitive to yeast or something? Wheat. Wheat. Okay, so I've talked about it already. Yes. So I'm not going to talk about it again. Oh, okay. There's no update with it? it? No. Well, oh, okay. okay, so there is kind of an update. Okay. So I've been, I went on my elimination diet this week. Oh. Where I, I didn't eat any wheat uh-huh. or dairy. Uh-huh. That sounds horrendous. <laughs> Ugh, rye. Um, so I, I've been surprisingly tired or just exhausted all week. Are you sure that you're allergic to rye and not the catcher that's in it? I'm not sure. I'll that, have to might that. that might yeah, be it. That might be it. Could be. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, even know what to say to that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Me killing the mood with, uh, early 1900s, mid 1900s, mid century <laughs> literature well if you'd like to kill our mood you can send us su- comments or suggestions via email yeah. at the hourpod at gmail.com uh, or you can send your uh, recording of you reading catcher in the rye uh, to our facebook at facebook.com slash the hourpod or tweet us your best conway twitty impression at the hourpod i got no updates okay i got no corrections all right uh, but i do have a listener feedback correction oh good uh, so on the last episode I mentioned going to Denny's drunk and how I thought you were there. And you're uh-huh. like, I don't remember this. Uh, my wife tells me you were not there. <laughs> she said it was these other friends that we had. But that doesn't make sense to me because the only reason you go to Denny's is for 1900s nostalgia. No one goes to Denny's because they want Denny's. They don't want food. Yeah, We they didn't go to nostalgia. Denny's because we liked Denny's. We went to Denny's because they were open and close. Right. right. And as older people, the only reason we go to Denny's is for that reason. Right. Slight tangent on this. They do not carry the appetizer sampler anymore. Really? So what is the point of even going to a Denny's? Oh, for real. Well, Moon I want my hammies is, I think, still pretty good. Fuck that. No, I want my three chicken fingers, my four cheese sticks, and then my, my seasoned fries. That is what I want. Do they not carry one of those things anymore? They carry all three of those oh, okay. things, but then I'd have to order them separately. Right. And I don't need to eat that much. No, the next time we go I there. I will, but I don't need to. <laughs> next time we go there, we'll order all three. And we Here's the thing. We don't even have to wait. We could Grubhub it right now. Oh, they'll I go and They'll go and get it. Can you imagine a Grubhubbed cheese stick? I've done it. Yeah? It's okay. Huh. It depends on how fast they get there and you know get it back. Right, right. You know, what are you going to do? Right, so the podcast last week, I said, after the podcast, I said, I'm going to go get a chicken. Did you? It was closed. Oh, fuck McDonald's that. was closed. You know, it's probably because Uncle Joe is paying these people to not paying work. Paying them to stay home. I know. Except for there were people there. So when the person came on the drive through speaker to tell me that they were closed, there was music going on in the background, and uh-huh. I could hear multiple people talking. They were just closed. You know, they're doing the cleaning. Maybe they were cleaning the ice cream. You should machine. have been like, look, just like whatever's in there, just pour it into a bag. I'll eat whatever it is. I'll eat literally nugs, anything from here. Nugs, sausage, uh, patties biscuit yeah. just like make a little thing Ooh, yeah. there you go you take a biscuit a sausage patty some nugs sounds pretty good a, a mcchicken sandwich the the new mcdonald's chicken biscuit sausage <laughs> it's the new mcdonald's late night special you know what i had for uh lunch today i had some cubed uh chicken breast and uh i ate them with some tortilla chips and that's it 
I mean, at least put some. Ch- oh no, dairy. Mm, no, mm, no dairy. Or no well, at least have it with some sour. Cream. No, no sour yeah. cream. Use some salsa. Uh, I could have had some salsa. You're right. Could have had some salsa. Yeah. Could have had some vegan cheese. I so vegan cheese gives me horrible gas. <laughs> Absolutely, like horrible, like the worst smelling. You're in your house. Who are you gonna hurt? The uh, dog? My own child. Nah. <laughs> they're, they're your child. They deserve it. I'm not even sure if I should tell the story on the podcast, but I will. So one time, uh, Callie was under the covers with me, and I farted. And I don't know what she was doing under there, but I don't think her nose could handle it, because I heard her under there going, <laughs> like that. Or, or the grosser side of things, uh, our dog does the same thing after he licks our other dog's pee. Ew. And he's doing this thing like he likes it. Mm. And so it's, it's, like, it's like a wine tasting. He's like... Oh, letting it run over the palate. And then, like, his nose starts dripping. Oh. And, like, I, I hate that he does it so much. That I, like, always lock off the leash, and I'm like, you are not going over there. <laughs> this is not happening because you need to do your business. And, like, he will do everything in his power to get over there. He'll do this thing where he, like, acts like he's going a different direction so that he can turn around and come back. And, like, he's like, I have to sniff it and lick it. Dogs are crafty with oh, that urine. Motherfuckers. God yeah, damn it. They really are. Can't even stand that. You should take him to a doctor for that. It sounds like a bad, like a some kind of disease he might have. I doubt that. Yeah. I think I, I don't think being an asshole is a disease. <laughs> Otherwise, we could treat the entire Republican Party. <laughs> well, well, speaking of assholes, oh, doctors uh-huh. suspect the new coronavirus could make it hard to perform in the bedroom. Yeah, I mean, okay. Coronavirus infection is already known to damage blood vessels, and vessels that supply blood to the penis appear to be no exception. Do they damage nuclear vessels? <laughs> no, the blood, blood vessels. <laughs> how, how would you say blood? Brood. What am I saying brood like blood, that? Blood vessels? Gosh, we got to work say on blood. Accents. I don't know. Uh, researchers armed with an electron microscope Ooh. found coronavirus particles in penile tissue samples taken from two former COVID-19 patients. So how would you like to go to the doctor? And he says, hey, come here. I, mean, I need to check something. Let me get my let me check something on your groin. Let me get my electron microscope. It's like, <laughs> oh, sick burn, doc. It's like, no, seriously, lay down, take off your pants. I mean, I guess it's better than the other way they could get penile tissue, which I assume is like when they do like a core of an ice, like an ice core or an ice or or like a tree where they just like stick a thing and then just pull out all the and then they count the rings on your penis to see how old you are. (laughs) Wow, you're only 20. That's weird. Well, and, you know, the rings in your teens are a lot bigger because you're masturbating a lot. And so, you know, it's like when you get a lot of rain. Just very thick. The rings in your teens of your peen. <laughs> your, your peen teen rings. <laughs> I just, so I was, I was in my mind, I was going rings, pings, teen, peen, whatever, rhyming it. And I, I didn't hear what you said and I didn't process until after. And now I'm laughing because yeah. that was very funny. I felt like there was, I was trying to make a, in my head, a joke about uh, Pantene, Peen Teen mm. Pro-V. Peen Teen, yeah. Yeah, it's like shampoo. Pro, Pro-Vagina. It's shampoo for your pubes. Pinting Pro V, but apparently it uh, it puts like a uh, it's unhealthy for your pubes. Oh yeah, because well it it's covered let, in wax. It, yeah, it doesn't let the natural oils flow. Yeah, well, um, and then everything sticks to it. So yeah, including your balls. Yeah, and basically your pubes look like something about Mary. 
Where'd it go? So these men... (laughs) Our references are only for people from the 90s. (laughs) Any young people are listening are like, the fuck is this about? You mean that classic Ben Stiller movie, There's Something About Mary? Which is what, 20 years old? That I saw on TMC or something? Twenty, Probably 23 (laughs) years old now? Yeah. You saw it on... So I went to the theater and saw it. I didn't see it on TMC. I was just fucking with you. Oh, okay. Because I went to the theater to see it when I worked at the theater, so I got him free. Uh, And I went with our friends Roy Uh and Matt. Oh. Two very different kind of guys. Yeah. Uh, And Matt, the the hornier of the two, Mm -hmm. was very into that part. And Roy, the more... Intellectual? I don't know what I was going to say. Cerebral? I was going to say like sensitive stomach of the mm. two oh, okay. was like about to throw up into his bag of popcorn because oh. he thought it was so gross. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I remember him just like holding. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I'm over here between. Yeah. And, mm. <laughs> so. and you're just trying to keep it together. <laughs> so these impotent men, not oh. those impotent men, but these impotent men. Uh, are you saying our old friends are impotent? No, well, maybe eventually. I don't know. We're getting older. Who knows? Yeah, I think Matt's a doctor now. Pretty, sure, cool. I, pretty sure I read that somewhere. Last time I saw him it was at Cedar Point. We didn't go together. Oh. I just saw a guy. He was ran and he jumped into like the midway mm-hmm. where the grass is and was rolling around. I was like, that asshole looks like Matt. He was and I was like, around. holy shit, it's Matt. <laughs> so these other men became impotent uh, following their infection, which had occurred six and eight months earlier. So they got COVID mm-hmm. six months ago, and then they got um, uh, impotent. Yeah, they got dick broke disease. Yeah. That's a shame. It's a real shame. So they should get vaccinated <laughs> in the dick. <laughs> oh, man, my, my dick's so sore. <laughs> <laughs> the muscles just in this area are very tender. Do <laughs> you want to your left or your right? My bottom. <laughs> right in the dick. Needs to be the safest. So they were doing a thing. Um, so, you know, you get injected with this. And so someone had asked a question that if you got the vaccine and then your arm got cut off, would you still get the benefit of the vaccine or would you have to get vaccinated again? Uh, and someone did some studies on this kind of thing with mice, not with the COVID vaccine, but with vaccines in general. People had heard cutting mice arms off? Basically, it wow. sounded like. Uh, but basically, they found out that it hits your lymph nodes within like 10 minutes. And so even if your arm got cut off like 10 minutes in, you probably are fine. Oh, okay. So, there you go. So that's the same with like zombie infections. You have to I, I would cut, just, yeah, you got to get it before it gets to the lymph nodes. Cut the nodes. arm off very soon. Yeah, yeah. you got to suck it out. <laughs> like snake venom. Yeah. That's what yeah. you're saying. Further study revealed evidence of blood vessel damage in penises of the COVID-19 patients compared to two men with erectile dysfunction who had never been infected. Yeah, they just had regular limb dick disease. Yeah. Not COVID limb dick. <laughs> that was hard to say. Think, it think seems like, yeah, yeah. COVID limb COVID dick. limb dick. Yes. Uh, we found that the virus affects the blood vessels that supply the penis, causing erect. Tile dysfunction, said senior researcher Dr. Dr. Ranjith Ramsami. Hmm. Dr. Ash Tawari, chair of urology at the Econ School of Medicine in Mount Sinai in New York City, cautioned that men shouldn't panic until more research has been done. But start to panic, please, because if you panic, you'll get vaccinated. And please do that. This is true. One or two patients don't make a fact, but... This is worth investigating from our standpoint. 
Tawari said. Yeah. So so two limp dicks is is not a problem. Three limp dicks, however. Hey. One guy with a shoe bomb. We all have to take our shoes off. So you know, true. two limp dicks. Get a shot. Let's all make our dicks hard. Get a shot so you can give a oh, shot. Oh, that one. Okay. It's like take a penny, give a penny. Yeah, no one likes pushing rope. Yeah. So get your COVID shot so you don't have to push rope. Uh, it sounds like you might be dragging it out. Come on. I, I assume, though, it's like, you know, when they get those guys trying to pull the semi trucks and they're just not moving. Just oh, with their penis? I don't know. I meant, never mind. <laughs> Isn't that like one of the that, that joke didn't land? But aren't there? Okay, so there are people that have like they tie weights to their dicks, mm-hmm. and it's like a strongman thing. How much weight can you lift with your penis? Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I was you, I I for some reason my brain went from like world's strongest man pulling a semi with his teeth to world's strongest strongest man pulling a semi with his dick. And I was going with the it's hard to move it, kind of like trying to drag a semi truck. They're just like trying. They just can't do it. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're just, you know, they overshot for that one. They're like, I'm going to win this competition. Like, nope. Not going to happen. You don't want to overshoot either. Well, I mean, don't you? <laughs> I was trying. I, so I wanted to say something sarcastic and I didn't know what to fucking say. <laughs> I had a failure of my transition here. <laughs> Fail- Speaking failure of sarcasm, to failure to launch right here. Oh, that's the, never happened before. There's my sarcasm. Ah. I did it. Properly understanding and responding to customer feedback on Twitter, Facebook, and other social media platforms is critical for success, but it is incredibly labor intensive. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't say. <laughs> that was very sarcastic of you. <laughs> oh, was it? I'm sorry. Uh, that's where. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm sure you are. <laughs> that's where sentiment analysis comes in. Uh, So the term refers to the automated process of identifying the emotion, either positive or negative or neutral, associated with text. Oh, yeah. So that is important because um, everybody on the Internet seems like an asshole to me. So I would be nice if like um, Twitter could like maybe color code it. So like maybe green would be like they're happy and like yellow would be like they're sarcastic and red would be they're mad. That would be nice. Or since they're all assholes, brown. <laughs> brown if you're a complete piece of shit. And, you know, you know, looking at their profiles, there are a lot of bleached assholes. Oh, a yeah. Of, a lot of very white assholes out there. That's the white text. Yeah, yeah, you is. have to highlight it to read it. Oh, yeah. Well, no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so a University of Central Florida team developed a technique that accurately detects sarcasm in social media texts according to their findings published in the journal Entropy. I have a hard time detecting sarcasm. Okay, these are science nerds. Can they detect sarcasm? <laughs> just, no, they are just pure sarcasm. These science nerds are. <laughs> the problem is, so I'm so I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think that the subreddit the Donald mm-hmm. started as like a fake, like a fake subreddit. Like uh-huh. they they people got on there and they posted the most ridiculous yeah. things they could think of about how great Donald Trump is. And right? then one asshole believed it. And then one asshole believed it, yeah. and they all started like like flocking there. I mean, that's I think how the flat Earth thing started. That's how. Oh yeah, like yeah. all these nonsense things that we have the to deal with. Flat Earth, birds don't exist. Yeah, it all started as a joke, and now you've got actual literal assholes out there believing this shit. Yeah, and now we have to deal with that because they. So here's the thing: Do we really want? Some some science crew 
teaching AI how to feel? <laughs> Are they the most qualified? Do we need more? Uh, do we need not even most qualified? I feel like we need a more diverse cross section of of teaching AI to feel. Yeah, because data couldn't or data couldn't even teach uh, his daughter Lal how to feel. She just learned it on her own. Right. There you go. They and he's an android. Their, that's true. That's true. I guess they can learn it on their own. Yeah. I so, don't know. But my thing is, like, if humans can't even detect sarcasm, well, how can AI? And then what will this do for us? But the team taught the computer model to find patterns that often indicate sarcasm and then taught the program to correctly pick out keywords and sentences that were more likely to indicate sarcasm. So it's not really identifying sarcasm. It's indicating likely sarcasm. Right. So when you all caps and then in italics say, I'm so happy to meet you, then they're like, oh, I think that robots are like, eh, that might be sarcasm. I mean, I'm so happy to know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are. Sarcasm has been a major hurdle to increasing the accuracy of sentiment analysis, especially on social media. Since sarcasm relies heavily on vocal tones, facial expressions, and gestures, this cannot be represented in text, said Brian Kedler, a program manager. Oh. Oh, it's a program manager. They're normal. Sorry. Oh, well. Ah, well, it's already passed. Yeah. You know, I'm almost a program manager at my See? job. Like, yeah. they I should just send your vote. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That It's literally what I said, though, right? It could be hard for, hard for robots. It can be hard? So you never had COVID. Difficult. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Hmm. So you did have COVID. Uh, not that I know of. Check your dick. Hard as a rock. Didn't have COVID. And now on to our new segment, which is called... And I turn back down! <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that you keep the laugh track I in I kept there. the laugh track <laughs> in, yeah. We should have a laugh track on our show, just to show other people. <laughs> to, let, to let people know where the jokes are. To let them know what's yeah. funny. You know, because they're like computers. They don't know. They have no idea. Yeah, we're, they we're, just the, helping, uh, we're helping to program them. The sarcasm algorithms. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't know what to do because Yahoo Answers is closed. Gone. We have not found a good replacement yet. We usually like to do our, you know, helping people segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can't do that. And we like to do things that don't require a lot of work. That's true because we're we're very important and busy per- people. Yeah. We, and we, also we don't get paid for this. <laughs> But we love it, so shouldn't we love doing it? You would think so. <laughs> and this is our last episode. Thank you for listening. It's been great. Um, and so we decided we'd do a little uh, a little time capsule, like yeah, like th- this week or this day in what twenty five years ago, twenty five a quarter century ago. Yeah, which was at this point nineteen ninety six. That's not. That's very uncomfortable. One hundred point three W. Wait, one hundred four point three. What is the oldies station? W O M C. W O M C. No, that's not the oldies. Anyway, they're playing shit on the oldies station now. W N I C is one hundred point three. Yeah. What? What was the little jingle for one hundred four point three? I don't know. I didn't listen to one hundred four point three in the nineties. I listened to eighty nine X, which is now a country fucking station, <laughs> probably playing Devin Skillian's music. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> so what anyway, are we looking at this week uh, in 1996? Well, well, I thought we'd look... Uh, so in 1996, this mm-hmm. week, the number one song was a song I had never heard before. Oh. Uh, <laughs> by Bone Thugs in Harmony. Yeah. 
And we pray, and we pray, and we pray, and we pray, and we pray. No? No idea. So uh, I've got some news for you. You were old 25 years ago. If you didn't know that song. (laughs) So, no, no. I lived in Whitey White McTown, Virginia. In 96 you did? Yes, I did. Oh, you did in 96. Okay. So... This was not the, the music that was being heard by the general population of the people I grew up with. Right. They were listening to DC 101, which mm. was like Smashing Pumpkins and, I don't know, uh, Silver Chair and, I don't know, you know, all those kind of... Chumba Wumba. <laughs> I don't know if that was out at that point. Uh, I think that was 97, and oh, okay. I don't think they played that on DC 101. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have some whitey white person uh, music on this list, um, but I will say I grew up in Millpoint. Mm-hmm. I and bet they I, played I this in Millpoint. They must have been blasting this in Millpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so that was uh, what's it? The Crossroads. Yeah, The Crossroads by Bone Thugs. Not, not the Crossroads. The Crossroads. <laughs> the Crossroads. But Bone Thug and Har- so uh, we listened to a bit of it. It had some very early '90s vibe. Uh-huh. I felt to it. I don't feel like it fit in 1996. I would totally put this on a playlist that was like a 90s playlist. I'm not saying it shouldn't be on a 90s playlist. I'm just saying I didn't feel like it fit 1996. If you put it in 1993 between the theme song to the Adams Family that MC Hammer did and then some Boys to Men, I feel like that would do what it want to do. I had that tape, the Too Legit to Quit tape. Oh that, yeah, that I had that on. tape as well. Yeah, that was a great tape. I think but we're had... not we're not talking about no, that year. No, not that year. We're talking about this year, 1996. So, so you say that doesn't really fit in these. So what other songs are out there right now? Uh, well, so the number 2 song was mm-hmm. Mariah Carey's Always Be My Baby. Do do do. Oh. <laughs> we we told ourselves we weren't going to sing. Nope, and then then we did. <laughs> then we did. Uh, My third White Claw is saying, sing, Jeff, sing. <laughs> that's your f- first White Claw. I'm t- they don't know that. They don't no. need to know that. It's That's behind the but curtain. But it's, it's not your first drink. <laughs> oh, it certainly is not. But it is your first White Claw. <laughs> you decide to be a basic bitch like me and go for White Claws. This, on the other hand, is my third White Claw. So. Oh, well. And that, there well, you wonderful. Go. Yes. White Claw. The third uh, song on the list, Because You Loved Me. You were my strength when I was weak. From Up Close and Personal. What is that, a movie? Uh, I believe so, yes. Okay. And so was that not originally, like, that was just a soundtrack song? I don't at know. first? Uh, maybe. From Celine? Maybe. You'd think we would have done some It's research. on her, like, greatest hits now, right, though? Yeah, of course. So, yeah. um, and then the Tony Rich Project, Nobody Knows. I don't know that song off the top of my head. Uh, me either. But um, but uh, I'm looking here at the next one. Uh, this is this is up your alley. Number five, ironic. Don't you think? A little too ironic. Yeah, it's like rain. Uh, <laughs> and so the, you know they have the it's, jagged little pill, the musical. Uh-huh. I I do. I saw it on uh, the parade for Thanksgiving or something. Nice. So not to spoil anything, but they have this whole like the jagged little pill revisits like what actually is ironic. Mm-hmm. So they sing this song and they're actually they're like actually. It would be more ironic if blah, 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 blah. But, you know, she was like 20 years old writing songs, trying to just be popular or whatever. She was like, it's like Tracy Chapman on your wedding day. (laughs) Oh, I know. She was doing Give Me One Reason. Give Me One Reason. Exactly. Um, Do we want to do the top 10 or just the first ones? Just do the first couple, maybe. Um, Uh, Because I don't recognize any of these. I don't. I I recognize number 10. So number 10 is the Gin Blossoms, Follow You Down. So let me just say that uh, Pasty White Jason 
from Virginia had skipped over Sisters with Voices, Whitney Houston, and Coolio to get to the Gin Blossoms, to the song he recognized from Here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, no, no. Here's the problem. I looked at number seven and said, Uh I don't recognize those. And you said something about not, you know, needing to do them all. You said, I don't recognize those. Yeah. Because you probably looked at seven and ten. Oh, so I'm... I'm... (laughs) I'll delete that. That scared the oh, shit. shit out of so, me. So I don't know if you know this, and you may not know this, but the entire time we were recording remotely, so we just heard uh, Queen. I, should I stop? Fuck it. So uh, I was that was happening, and I would just go in and delete it. You would have no idea that was happening. Yeah, because I couldn't hear anything. But now we're in person, and that just scared the shit out of me as I was trying to explain that I looked at number seven and said, I have no idea that song. Yeah. And then you said something about you don't recognize these. So I just skipped ahead and I was like, oh, the Jim Blossoms. I know that song. Yeah. But I know Coolio. I know Whitney Houston. Count on me from waiting to exhale. So I don't yeah, know the so. songs specifically enough to sing them. But if I heard them, I would recognize them. Yeah. yeah. But like one, and two, I probably... three, four, get your woman on the floor. Gotta, gotta get up, get down. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Coolio one. And, and I also wouldn't like, I, I've got satellite radio, which you've given me shit for in the past. <laughs> And there's a 90s station that I play quite often, and I don't skip through any of them oh, because nice. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I like, you know, That's a good I, it's nostalgia, 90s, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I listen to most of the time. Uh, sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this song. I don't want to hear Did they have song. satellite radio in 1996? I don't believe so. No. Oh, okay. Well. No. Uh, so there you go. That was the top 10. The top 10 songs. Top 10 songs. On the Billboard, the Hot 100. Maybe we should do like a uh, Hot AC or like Adult Contemporary. <laughs> <laughs> next time <laughs> instead of the hot 100 what's wrong with the hot 100 uh it's got songs and then we don't recognize looking back looking at that list once more there's two i think mm-hmm. that i don't don't recognize three three so the number one i don't recognize the number four i don't recognize and the number six no sorry seven i don't recognize yes. that's so, all right We'll we'll get it next time. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Maybe we'll listen to all of them first before we. That's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe we should maybe we should do that. It's a it's a work in progress. This it is, is a new it's a new segment. We're trying our best. We, we don't, don't even have like the real like yeah. the intro music. We're yet. trying it out to see what what you all think. So give us some feedback on it. Yeah, uh, even though we know you won't. Well, as you were listening to the radio, you might go to the movies. Oh, mm-hmm. that's true. On the way to the movies. You on the way to, the to yeah, you listen to some Tracy Chapman. Yeah, on unless, the radio. Well, unless you had the the CD player with like a little connector to your tape deck. This is true. This is true. But, but you got to get the CD player with the skip protection. Right. Like the, what do they call that? The buffer or something? There's like, there's a phrase for it, right? It was like buffer boost or I don't know what it was called. Yeah. If you got the, the Walkman, not the Walkman, the uh, Discman. Discman, yeah. The Sony Discman. Well, the, uh, they took a couple of those into space. Did you see that? And like how they behave in uh Oh, yeah. And they just like are and shimmying all over the fucking the skip place. The protection was like very stable. In, yeah. In the, the other area. one was just like flailing all yeah. around like a gyroscope the other one was like take me to the crossroads it was just going <laughs> do you remember when you went to the the record store and mm-hmm. you pull out a cd and there was like this whole plastic bit that was like longer than the cd yeah and like you could like carry it like a handle did we talk like, about this already? i don't think we did but okay. like there was like this whole like contraption not not like today where they got the little spiders that go around it but oh, it was like right. this like big plastic thing that was probably twice as long as a cd and just got the little CD in Just there. so you couldn't fit it in your pocket, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, but the number one film mm-hmm. this week in 1996 was the movie with uh, Helen Hunt and uh, 
I don't know. Was he a Bridgers? Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Or Bill Pullman. Big Which Pullman. One was it? I don't know. One of them. Twister. 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 So yeah. my favorite part of the movie was the cow. The yeah. cow coming cow. across the road. Yeah, I assume no cows were hurt in the making right. of the film. Well, while, had, while we were eating cheeseburgers. They also had that nice uh, scene at the very end where they're trying to find somewhere to save themselves from this giant killer tornado. And they go into the shed and it's just like, you know, knives everywhere. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, all right, I, I like that they're kind of making fun of themselves at this point. They're like, oh, it's giant, you know, knives everywhere, like scythes and yeah. machetes so was, and shit. Was that like a thing with, I know they add humor to movies now, but like, so we had like in the 90s, we had like action movies uh-huh. that were... Um, like made for like families, right? Uh-huh. So they were kind of scary, but like kind of cool. But they also they had humor in them and stuff. They were like kind of like an all encompassing move. Like what movies are there now that are like those act like mm-hmm. Twister mm-hmm. from the nineties? Yeah, like Twister or Snow Dogs with Cuba Gooding Jr. With who? <laughs> my my mouth stopped working at the end of that. I didn't even want to say it, but but I had to. I don't know what there is today. I don't know Frozen Three. Is that that's know. a Disney movie, right? Yeah. I, I mean, surely there's things. Maybe we're just not in the right demographic for that. I think that's like, probably what it is. Yeah. Yeah. They're, so. they're coming out with movies all the time. Yeah, yeah. So the number two on the list was uh, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, which I have never seen. Really? Yeah. You've never seen the original Mission Impossible? Never. It was I was pretty good. Never a Tom Cruise fan. Uh, I don't think it really matters if you're a Tom Cruise fan because of his center tooth. I can't look at his his tooth that's in the center. Mm. Mm. Well, I thought it was very good. I yeah. enjoyed it. I have the soundtrack, I think, to Mission Impossible. Dun, 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 dun. It's over there somewhere. I do remember that, like, uh, when they put, like, the... Yeah, they added some, like, jazzy bits to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think they had, like, a bunch of other, like, people who did songs for the show. Like, I don't know, like, the Cranberries or something. So I probably got it for that I'm reason. surprised we didn't see any on that list on the last time. You would think. You yeah. would think. Well, maybe it'd just come out. Maybe. Uh, it got $18 million. Is that right? Well, that's a lot of money. That's wow. Uh, number three was Flipper. I think that had, uh, well, what's his name? Uh, sh- no, no, Frodo Baggins. Who's that actor? Oh. Um, um, Not Macaulay Culkin. Blue Eyes. Uh, Elijah Wood. The Gap Tooth. Yeah, yeah. I think it had Elijah Wood in it, possibly. I'm sure it did. I don't know. So, uh, reboots are not new, because they were doing them in 96, and uh, they did Yeah, because Flipper. Flipper's from, like, what, the 70s or something? I think Flipper, yeah, from the 70s or the 60s, maybe. So Flipper the Talking Dolphin. Um, yeah, he's like... <laughs> yeah, that's exactly... It was, yeah. It was yeah Elijah Wood was in it, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Elijah Wood and... Uh, who the fuck is that? Paul Hogan? I don't know who that is. Oh, you know him. You've seen him. He usually play like a bad guy or something. Oh, oh, and uh, Jonathan Banks, uh, who played um, uh, fucking... Oh, I'm so horrible at this. What's his name in uh, Breaking Bad? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bald guy with the ears. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> good job. Good job. We're very good at this. We're very good at this. Uh, also, The Craft came mm, out. The, uh, mm-hmm. It was number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Craft. Didn't it have, like, Nev Campbell and three other girls? I assume. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember who else. Uh, the Truth About Cats and Dogs. Oh, didn't that have Phoebe from Friends in it? Was it Phoebe or was it Uma? <laughs> Uma Thurman? Yeah. Maybe they were both in it. But what's what was Phoebe's real name? Uh, what is her real name? Lisa Kudrow, right? Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, that's that's her name. It's, my my brain starts working eventually. It <laughs> we just get, needs a minute. We the, oh no, it's Janine Garofalo. Of course, and, and Uma Thurman. Right. All right, yeah. yeah, and Jamie Foxx. Nice. There you go. Janine Garofalo. Janine Garofalo. She was very popular in the nineties, wasn't she? She was in something recently. Yeah. That we saw. 
And <laughs> I think Becky was like, like, could they not get Janine Garofalo? And I was like, I think that is Janine Garofalo. <laughs> then we look a little closer and we're like, yeah, that's her. Yeah. If you want like a pale face, like sarcastic, dark haired actor with glasses, uh, that's kind of dark. You want her, right? It's, that's why she was popular. Like she was like the adult Daria. I think that's why everyone liked her. <laughs> She's a human Daria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, number five on the list is a mm-hmm. movie called. I'm sorry. Number six, Heaven's Prisoner. I'm not familiar okay. with this one. Never Don't know. saw it. Uh, number seven, Primal Fear. Oh, Primal Fear was a great movie. So when we first looked at this list, I was thinking it was a different movie uh, mm-hmm. uh, called um, The Edge. Oh. Which was about a, a bear that was trying to eat Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, the bear and, played by Alec Baldwin. Uh, and Alec Baldwin. Actually, I, you know, it was, the, it was the grizzly bear. That grizzly bear got a lot of work in the late 90s. I think his name was Bart. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the bear's trying to kill them. And there's some sort of like love trap. Oh, I think you said I, he had a lot of work. I thought he had a lot of work oh, yes. done. I like mean, he had a, yeah, some a Botox. Lift and yeah, ear tuck. Definitely. He, had to get, well, <laughs> <laughs> he got some ear implants. <laughs> yeah. they, they like big ears uh, but yeah I, I thought it was that movie which I saw with my grandma we, we rented oh. it from the video update oh nice yeah. so, so Primal she, Fear was a movie that I saw after it came out uh, we went to Hollywood Video I think and, mm-hmm. and rented it and that's got um, uh, Richard Gere and a young Edward Norton and uh, mm. Laura Linney right okay um, it's a, it was a great another 90s like um, one of those like murder mystery um like sort of suspense thrillers that mm-hmm. kind of like along came a spider like kind of oh, okay. like one of those yeah. that I just don't think they have those anymore. Do they make those anymore? Like crimey suspense yeah. movies? Yeah. I think they do. I but are they, they are the aren't most of the suspense movies like now creepy like horror type movies? Probably. Like fuck the, if I know. Like the the ring or you know that kind of shit. So the ring came out in the um a long time ago. <laughs> Not, uh, I don't know if it was the 90s, but it was a long time ago. Well, number eight, I definitely know. And yeah. that is The Birdcage. Oh, The Birdcage. So have you seen The Birdcage recently? Parts of it. It's very dated. You I think feel. so? Yeah. It's a very dated movie. I mean, I feel like it kind of has to be given how much progress we've made since 1996. Yeah. But it was one of the movies that brought maybe uh, gay people to, you know, number number eight in the box office you know it's helen Though, hunt and, and nathan lane you know they were like and i don't know and if i don't, and i don't know if at the time this was a problem but today definitely it would be called out for the fact that robin williams was not gay and he was playing a gay actor and right you know there would be a lot of discussion on that i think but i think in 1996 that's possibly what you might have needed I think so. Is to have a, a like a big actor a big name to get people to watch this movie and then see you know, these are normal people who have normal yeah. lives and stop being assholes. Right. Well, Hank Azaria uh, wasn't gay. or isn't gay either. That's he true. That's true. But I think. Though maybe... he wasn't really in a relationship. He was just like their pool guy. Right. And <laughs> right. comic relief. Yeah. So I think maybe um, Robin Williams would be one of those actors where I would not have a problem with him being like playing a gay character. Because, you know, he's coming from like a, a like the best place. Like yeah. he's not just playing it just to just to make money or whatever. Yeah. Or to make fun or. Yeah. You know, like yeah. he. Anyway, I went and saw that at the theater in my hometown. Uh, it was called the Tally Ho Theater. Oh, Tally Ho. It was one of these theaters that uh, it used to be a single theater, and then they put a wall down the center of it to oh. make two theaters. Uh, and <laughs> we I went, can make double the money. I, I think, so this was number eight, 
but I think it came out like a month before because my cousin came down for Easter for like spring break Mm -hmm. uh, with my grandma and her mom. So my aunt Um, and we were all, so my grandma was staying with us and my mom and my cousin were like, Hey, let's go see a movie. Yeah. And I was like 15 at the time. This is an R rated movie. (laughs) And they decided I could go too. Ooh. And so I got to go and see this movie when I was 15 with, you know, my mom and her cousin. And like, I remember watching it and I remember like, we thought it was so funny and like, we were laughing the entire way home. Uh, just like remembering the parts that, you know, we enjoyed. And so very good memory for me seeing this movie for the yeah. first time. Well, so. it, it was only at this point, it was only in uh, uh, almost 1200 theaters. So it wasn't, I mean, it was on its way out, I think. So it would come out. Yeah, a long probably. Time ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, if, so the, if the tally ho had it, it right. <laughs> must have been a while. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, if you can't make it out to a theater, mm-hmm. uh, we can watch some TV. Stay home and watch some television. Yeah, you can watch uh, Melrose Place. They had a double header. You found the TV guide. From... For for this specific day, May 20th. We're recording on May 20th. Yep. I've got the TV guide for May 20th, 1996. Right. Um, so you would have just gotten done watching uh, The Nanny, Dave's World, Murphy Brown, and Sybil. Uh, so I would, I would not, I would have watched Murphy Brown and Sybil. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I, at the eight o'clock hour, I would have watched the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on channel four. Oh, nice. Nope. Well, false. That... False. Look down to UPN. UPN. We would have been watching Star Trek Voyager. Oh, well, from eight to nine. Of yeah. Course. From eight to nine. And um, then I would have watched Murphy Brown. Unless and it was uh, preempted by the fucking Pistons game. Uh, well, I was in Virginia, so that wouldn't have been a problem for me. So May 20th was a Monday. Why were they playing Voyager on a Monday? Probably because on Sunday it was preempted by a Pistons game. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I so I remember Dave's World. Dave's World um, had um, uh, the guy from Night Court, right? The guy from Night Court. Yeah, yeah I forget his name, but yeah. wasn't his name Dave also? But it was like a different Probably. Dave. Yeah, I, I like that show. It was kind of lighthearted. It was funny. I I was more of a Channel Four person, so I didn't branch out to a lot of other. This I don't is, know why. This, this is, is very 1900s, right? Yeah, CBS had good sitcoms on it. Like, when was that? But I, I loved Sybil because Christine Baranski was on it. Yes. And she was like the drunk neighbor. Yeah. And she was also in the birdcage. Uh, yes, she and was. So, right. so, yeah. Uh, no, his name is Harry. Harry, Harry Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. And John Larroquette. I saw John Larroquette on Broadway. Really? He was in How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying with Daniel Radcliffe. Nice. It was a fantastic show. We're talking about Night Court right now. Not we are not talking. Yes. World. Yes. We're not talking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I, I was looking up Harry Anderson. So. Yeah. Did you say Harry's World? It was Dave's World. Dave's World, yeah. And go. if you didn't, uh, if you know, you didn't want to watch The Fresh Prince, um, you could have watched David Attenborough's Natural World on PBS. <laughs> uh, they must have had some problems with the TV guy because there's like nothing after. Or maybe it's down on the. No, no. Well, that's that's Sorry. a real shame. So yeah, Star Trek Sorry, I was Voyager, just looking at the, uh... a show called Nowhere Man, which I think I remember Nowhere Man, but only like I remember like the the opening credits, and I just turned it off. <laughs> I have that's no all, memory of that. I know about it. It's got a two point eight rating, so I, I think that's not good. Even Voyager had four point nine, yeah. and that's not good either. Murphy Brown had eleven point nine. Yeah, uh, they had Chicago Hope. Also, is that show still on? Uh, I don't think that show's still on. I don't know. They have so many. Maybe I'm thinking they've got like Chicago Fire and Emergency or yeah, something. Yeah, I think that's probably. And they've what got it like is. Chicago Vet. Like, yeah, it's too much. It's too much. 
Let's have let's have more medical dramas. Indeed. Well, I guess we're back in the present. Mm, that's not well. That's a real shame. <laughs> we're back in the time of COVID, and uh, you know Donald Trump isn't just some millionaire that was in um, Home Alone Home 2. Home Alone Two. Yeah. Oh fuck. Uh, yeah. Well, if we could turn back time. Ow. So I think we figured out what the uh, Tony Rich Project song was. Yes, and I believe we 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 proved that we were wrong in that we said we probably recognize it but couldn't sing along right because we played it and we sang along. we both sang along. we both sing along and it was like <laughs> sitting up in my room thinking nope. about you oh no that's brandy oh that that's was brandy, brandy. Okay, that was number bad. 13 who oh. also from the from the same movie uh we, we had whitney houston in uh waiting to exhale at number eight and brandy's Sitting up in my room from Waiting to Exhale, number thirteen. Oh, so. must have been a good, uh, must have been a good film. Never no. saw it. I, well, I guess I shouldn't hold my breath. Oh. <laughs> I did so, that while you were drinking, so I, I, I apologize. Spit I will spit all over my computer. <laughs> a little spit take there in the. Uh, <laughs> uh, Could have killed you. Speaking of spit tanks, oh, and killing in DNA. Uh, in an online session of the Russian Geographical Society last month, the defense minister of Russia, Sergei Shoigu, suggested using the DNA of 3,000-year-old Scythian warriors to potentially bring them back to life. Look, I'm sure there's plenty of DNA in his Shoigu. <laughs> and I'm, I'm saying Scythian, S-C-Y-T-H, is it Scythian? 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 Fuck if I know. Scythian? It's, like, it's spelled like Scythe. Like, S-C-Y-N-T-H-I-N, like, yeah. This, I assume it was a bunch of warriors who fought wheat. <laughs> it would be my assumption. <laughs> Which is what I'm doing now. So I feel like really connected to them. <laughs> you are a Scythian warrior. You're a Scythian warrior. warrior. I'm fighting wheat. You could, you know, when you get high enough, they promote you to Grim Reaper. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I bought they some- They give you a full uh, scythe. <laughs> I haven't eaten it yet, but I bought some uh, chickpea pasta. Interesting. To see how terrible that is. Do you think they, they harvest it with a scythe? I doubt it. If you ever, uh, what's the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean? <laughs> Never paid to have a garbanzo bean on my face. Am I right? Am uh, I right? High five. Jesus Christ. Uh, the Scythian people originally came from the modern day area of Iran. Uh, and they were nomads in the Eurasia area between the 9th and 2nd centuries BC. Uh, so uh, that would put them around the... Kind of the Roman Empire-esque area. And then you got the Persians in there. It's a very crowded area to be in, I guess. It'd be a crazy uh, time to live in, by the way. But they built a powerful empire that no one talks about because, you know, the Romans and the Persians were right. you know, out there doing their kind of thing. We should talk about stuff. <laughs> we are stuff talking about like stuff that. right now. Well, right now, yeah. So to date, uh, oh, so uh, two decades ago, archaeologists uncovered the well-preserved remains of the soldiers in a kurgan, or burial mound, in the Tuva region of Siberia. So I assume oh. they were frozen? Yeah. I- I'm assuming, so what he's talking about is just, you know, he saw Encino Man. Mm-hmm. He- he's got his graduation coming up. Yeah. He wants a pool. Huge and so he's like, fan, this guy. Yeah. He- he- he's out there wheezing the juice. <laughs> And what he wants is someone to help him dig this pool. So he's like, hey, why don't we thaw this guy out? We can we can clone him. And I got plenty of people. By the time the graduation party, it'll be great. Uh, so there you go. That's that's what I assumed happened. 
My favorite part of Encino Man was at the end when they thought out his girlfriend and then she left boob prints, uh, that's true. Boob prints on the mm, door. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was my uh, favorite part as as a well, 13-year-old boy. I, I also really like the part where he got to dance on stage with Powerline. That was just fantastic as well. Uh, I don't remember that at all. Oh, wait. Different part of Pauly Shore movie. Oh, okay. That was, that was the Goofy movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, the Tower of Cheese on that one. The Leading Tower of Cheese. No wheezing the juice. Buddy. <laughs> why was, why was, I don't understand that appeal at all these days. Like, he was, like, funny and goofy and stuff, but, like, he played that same person in every movie. In every movie. In. Son-in-law? Yeah. In the army now? Yeah. Goof, goof, goofy movie? Yeah. The goof move? The goof move? Encino Man? Mm-hmm. We should do a Pauly Shore marathon. We do a special <laughs> The Hour Pauly Shore. We'll do, like, commentary. Yeah. As we watch. It'll be a marathon. It'll last one day, just like his career. <laughs> What's he doing these days? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Well, to date, no one has cloned a human being, but scientists have successfully executed the therapeutic cloning of individual kinds of cells and other specific gene editing work. So they've done like parts of cloning, but not a full cloning. So therapeutic. They're like giving it a massage. Yeah. I, I assume it's like, like a shiatsu. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. They, they took all the cells to the Brookstone, put them in the chair. <laughs> that chair was great, by the way. I mean, it really was good. It was great when you sold one, and it was terrible when they returned it. Oh, ooh. You're like, we made our day. And then like two weeks later, we lost our day. Oh, yikes. We never got out of the negative. If you've never worked retail, made our day means we uh, sold. The sales met, plan. met our sales goal, yeah. right. Which was always like $1,500 or something. And then you sold like a $5,000 chair. And you're like, great. We made our week. And then they returned it. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So earlier this year, for example, scientists cloned an endangered U.S. species for the first time, a black-footed ferret whose donor has been dead for more than 30 years mm. and also and um, hid so many Nike Airs. Definitely, definitely. And uh, also also dead inside for years before that. Probably. Yeah. yeah. He had an office job. It's just horrible. <laughs> he was hoping for that promotion. He needed, he needed that bonus because he was going to put in a pool. Mm. You know what oh, he got? Yeah. Fruitcake. Oh, that's a real shame. Yeah, it was no good. So I had a friend that had a ferret, um, uh, and she, when I'd go over to her house, she would say, don't take your shoes off, because I forget the ferret's name, but she would say the ferret's name, uh, will take one of their, your shoes and hide it, and I don't mm. know where he's hiding them right now. You'd have to ferret it out. You'd have to ferret it out. You'd, you literally, you just lose one of your shoes. So just keep yeah. them on. Also, this ferret would just climb all over you, like, and she'd let it loose in her house. It was very strange. Very strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, technical problems with the most common form of cloning means that human cloning is not yet possible. From a technical perspective, cloning humans and other primates is more difficult than in other mammals. The National Institute of Health's National Human Genome Research Institute says on its website. Well, Boy, that go. was a mouthful. <laughs> Mouthful so is of human, DNA. Mouth, so is human DNA. <laughs> <laughs> the building blocks. Mm, mm. Well, I guess that's good that the Russians can't clone a army of Scythian warriors, Scythian warriors, whatever. Yeah. Whatever we decide it's called. We have two Russian stories back to back. False. What? Uh, we have a Russian story uh-huh. and a U- Ukrainian story. Uh oh. We think it's Russian because it's related. To the 1980s when it was part of the Soviet Union. Okay, so, I gotcha. Uh, well, the first bottle of an artisanal spirit. Ooh. Uh, is that is that a spirit that's like 
it just got flour left on it. You know how artisanal bread always has like yeah. flour on it and like cuts on it. Yeah, it's 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 a ghost. It's Casper, but made on Etsy, and only for sale on Etsy. Yeah, yeah. So you you have to kill the person on Etsy. It's like a you know it's an arts and crafts murder. I think I've talked about this. And it creates an artisanal <laughs> spirit. I think I've talked about this on the pod. I don't like when like uh, corporations are like artisanal inspired. Dishes. Oh, yeah. Like private selection at Kroger. Shut the fuck up. You right. made that in a factory. Exactly. Artisanal like, don't, crackers. Mm, I'm not buying that because it's mm. it's artisanal or like um, chef inspired or whatever. I'm yeah. buying it because it tastes good and it's cheap. Yeah. You paid Wolfgang Puck $50 million so he put his name on your shitty. <laughs> right. Milk. He's not in there like mixing up your little, yeah. your little like uh, chicken stir fry or whatever, <laughs> you know. Well, the first bottles of an artisanal spirit made mm. from apples growing near Chernobyl yeah. uh, have been seized by Ukrainian authorities. You say Chernobyl, I say Chernobyl. Interesting. And I don't know why. I, don't know. I think I'm wrong, probably. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. <laughs> Chernobyl. You've got the master's degree. Not in Chernobyl history. <laughs> Chernobylese. <laughs> the the Chernobyl Spirit Company said 1,500 bottles of atomic alcoholic drink. Why do they call it that? It's the, it, they knew what they were doing. It's the brand. It's it's the name of the thing. It's like, you know, uh, White Claw or Atomic. <laughs> they were confiscated on the 19th of March and taken to the Kiev prosecutor's office. Oh, uh, well, that's what it was. It's nothing wrong with it. He just wanted to drink it. They wanted to try it for themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah from the apples from close to Chernobyl. Yeah. Well, the spirit is produced, uh, the, the producers say, is Chernobyl's first consumer product since the 1986 nuclear disaster. I don't think I'm drinking this. You don't think so? I don't think so. And here's why. Tell me. Um, I don't really like um, hard apple drinks. Oh. oh. Not because of the... Well, give the apple apple COVID first. Mm-hmm. Give it a few months. Won't be a hard apple anymore. It'd be a very limp apple indeed. It, it would be. Yeah. Probably mealy. Mm-hmm. Very mealy. Uh, so they're now waiting the outcome of an investigation by the Ukrainian security services, uh, but they say they have no idea why the shipment, which was destined for the UK, was seized. Well, probably because it's radioactive first, right? Maybe. Have you seen the, the Chernobyl, um, the documentaries and stuff? I haven't. I've been wanting to. I know it's really good from what I've heard. I've just never gotten around to it. And... I'm running out of things to watch, so oh, well, it'll be I'll, I'll add that to the list. I think I've got like four episodes of The Crown left, and then, okay. then I'll need something else. So I was thinking of the the nature documentaries that they, they oh, filmed. where they've got like squirrels with like eighteen tails, and it's not a wad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, but it's like the abandoned buildings and like stuff. Oh, and the, yeah, the and it just all, looks like and the glass is all broken, of course, and it's like the, creepy ass shit, like deer and stuff just uh-huh. living, and the, the animals have just taken over because there can't be people. They, I was I was listening to I might have been NPR. I was reading something and they said that like for animals, it was kind of a good thing because now they have this area that they completely can take over. It's it while should be a it, nature preserve. While <laughs> it, it is will now. limit their lifespan, uh, it does allow them safety. So it's like some good, some bad. I mean, yeah, it's mm-hmm. fine. I mean, they might suffer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you might get a deer with three eyes. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Um, the company that makes Atomic is run by scientists Ooh. who work in the 4,000 square kilometer uh, exclusion zone, an area abandoned after the catastrophic 1986 nuclear disaster. So really, they were just trying to make an al- alcoholic drink for themselves. 
And they're uh, like, this is really good. Actually. It's a little spicy, but I like it. <laughs> a little spicy. Is, is, is radioactive spicy? <laughs> yeah, it tastes like, uh, tastes like free electro, free neutrons, whatever it is. <laughs> yes, it has notes of uranium. <laughs> um, their studies have included growing experimental crops to find out if grain and other food grown in the zone can be used to make products that are safe to consume. I assume so if it's, scientists are doing it, maybe. if it's, I've, Now that I know it's scientists, maybe I'll try some atomic. That yeah. sounds pretty good. And like their whole study is, can we make something that's safe for everyone else to eat? Yeah. So part of the reason for producing the spirit was to demonstrate how land around the exclusion zone could be put back to productive use. Yes, because it'd be a shame if there was parts of this earth that couldn't be productive. Right. Like, how, what a waste that it is a place where animals can live. We've already fucked it for decades. Why can't we just leave it alone? <laughs> leave Chernobyl alone! <laughs> well, Professor Jim Smith of Portsmouth University. What an English name, Jim Smith. <laughs> Good old Jimbo. Uh, uh, and a scientist who has spent many years studying the exclusion zone before setting up the Chernobyl Spirit Company, explained that it was no more radioactive than any other vodka. What? I guess all vodkas are radioactive. I was going to say, that begs the question, how radioactive is vodka then? I've... It's like when M&M's was like, yeah, just so you know, our M&M's are not vegetarian. And everyone was like, wait, what the fuck? Well, yeah, we've met the people on the commercials that we're eating. <laughs> the sentient beings that we're just taking bites out of. Because yeah. apparently it turns out that sometimes the red dye comes from beetles. So, oh, okay. So it can't be counted as vegetarian. So, the company plans to use some of its profits to help communities in Ukraine that are still affected by the economic impact of the nuclear disaster. Well, that's very nice. Ah, you know, they they had this terrible disaster and they're not making it worse. In 1986, and like now their grandchildren are like, we're still broke, and they're like, ah, here's some here's some uh, cider. That was 35 years ago. Oh fuck, yeah, you're right. So maybe we should do maybe we should have done 1986 instead of 1996. (laughs) Next week, next week we'll we'll do it. Yeah, we really shot ourselves in the foot there. Mm, we did indeed. I guess it's better than being shot anywhere else. Uh, where, where would you, if you were going to be shot, if someone was like, "I'm going to shoot you," where do you want it? Mm. And where would you, where would you get shot at? Well, what I guess part of that's going to be like, what way is the bullet going? Just is front. it going in? Like, am I getting shot through the butt, but like in a profile kind of a thing, <laughs> where it's not actually yeah. going? Like, because that seems like that might be a reasonable place to go there's nothing there this nothing is like vital a, a monkey's paw thing like i'm going to shoot you in the butt but it's going to be up ways <laughs> <laughs> well i'm if that's the case if you're going to shoot me in the butt up ways i'm going to really hope you had covid so that uh <laughs> you, you won't be able to finish that shot i'd probably get maybe shot in the palm of the hand i feel like Ooh. they could repair that easily you no know? the too many no? little bones and like yeah. all the tendons that sounds horrible really but it's like a little bullet just going through your head. What if it misses all the bones and tendons and what shit? What if it doesn't? Oh. I mean, how? I mean, there's a lot of... Because they're all like, you know... But what if they shoot you in the butt and it gets your balls? That'd like be said, bad too, Like right? I said, it depends on which way you're going. If I'm saying profile and it's going this way mm-hmm. and not toward me, but like, you know, hitting me in the, the right butt cheek and coming out like uh-huh. the left part of the butt cheek. Based on every action movie, though, I need to be shot in the shoulder. Because I know That's true, I can yeah. do everything you're to- you're after doing totally that. Fine. Yeah, yeah. You're still going to be able to do whatever it is. Indeed. Well, I uh, speaking of getting shot. A hiker in Missouri was seriously injured after being shot by a hunter who mistook him for a turkey <laughs> on the Lewis and Clark Trail at the August A. Bush Memorial and Weldon Springs Conservation Area. That place has too many names. It does. The hiker was quoted as saying, Oh! <laughs> 
rescue cues, rescue crews used utility vehicles to reach the man who was airlifted to a trauma center. So have you seen these uh, suits that are like flight suits? They're like they're like jetpacks, basically, that rescue workers can wear. No. And well, maybe I've seen them, but I don't know what you're talking about. So, so like they just specifically. They, yeah, they recently had a thing where they, uh, they they flew up the side of a mountain because, you know, it was in Scotland or something. They were testing uh-huh. it because it would take them like an hour to hike there. And they were up it in like 30 seconds. So is it just like a literal jetpack? It's it's like they've got like like giant fans, basically, on their hands uh-huh. and then like a jetpack on their back. And so they like they use their hands to help... Uh, Hands and feet to help like guide them and stabilize them, but it's just like whoop. that's really cool. Yeah, pretty cool. I, they just I, so I was just listening to NPR news on the way over here. They just found a guy that got lost um, in California somewhere, or maybe near Los Angeles. He was found like by mm-hmm. a stream. Was it uh, that doctor from Russia? It was not. It was oh, not the okay. same one. Yeah, that seems like a safer place, California. Yeah, it does. But yeah. I wonder if they like f- like flew there on little jetpacks or whatever. Maybe, maybe. Uh, well, neither the wounded wounded hiker nor the hunter's name have been identified, and the hiker was in serious condition after being shot. Uh, isn't everyone in serious condition after being shot? Well, I mean, that guy that Dick Cheney shot in the face. I think he wasn't in too serious condition. <laughs> no. I think it was like buckshot. They were trying to his, shoot like pigeons or something. Yeah, his face was already fucked up. I think. Yeah. Well. Witnesses told KSDK, uh, <laughs> that's a very weird call signs, the KS Dick, <laughs> that they believe the shooting was a freak accident and the hikers sometimes wear bright colors to prevent being mistaken for a turkey. Okay, I've seen a fucking turkey. How do you think a human is a turkey? They're like way bigger than turkey. Maybe he was like kneeling down. I don't know. Maybe he was pooping and that... Put him into a turkey shape. Maybe he was not a hiker. Maybe he was on like a training mission and his plane went down. Mm. And when they crashed, uh, he had a pillow on board and feathers went everywhere. <laughs> and it stuck to him. And he got shot. And from there on, from there on, poor Charlie Sheen felt guilty and thought that he had killed the guy. Just off the top of my head. I was just thinking maybe there was like a, he had a, a big neck, big red neck. He had the waddle <laughs> he had a, going He had a on. goiter. Yeah, a big goiter that. <laughs> <laughs> he the got mean... it He got it from wheezing the juice. <laughs> no, no wheezing the juice. <laughs> the Missouri Department of Conversa- Conservation. <laughs> Conversation. <laughs> they just they have, have a lot whole, of chats. They have a whole department out over it. Yeah, just to make sure that everyone's having a good convo. They were managing a turkey hunt at the time of the shooting. So this was an organized turkey hunt? And a sign near the entrance of the trail stated the hunt was ongoing. I mean, hike with the turkey, get the gobbler. Did this hiker not see the sign on his way in? (laughs) Maybe he thought, there's no way they're going to think that I'm a turkey. There's no way they're going to think like a six foot tall human being is a short squat turkey. Until he squatted and pooped, I think. I really think he was That pooping. could be. Yeah, it could be. He, he was doing, like, maybe, marathon training. Maybe turkeys were laying a little brown egg or something. Yeah. Like, he had to stop doing it in his neighborhood because he had, one time had to poop in his neighbor's yard. And he was just like, oh, can't, yeah. can't do this anymore. I'm going to go down to the uh, to the Lewis and Clark Trail in the Augustus A. Bush Memorial and Weldon Spring Cons- Conservation Area. Yeah. That's where I will poop in the woods. Oh, yeah. The uh, LCT at the AABMWSCA. Absolutely. Yeah, indeed. Uh, spring turkey hunting season in Missouri runs from April 19th through May 9th, according to the Missouri Department of Conservation. Are turkey eggs terrible? 
Like, would they be bad? Would they be big eggs? Because we eat duck eggs, we eat quail eggs, we eat, um, obviously, chicken eggs. But why don't we eat turkey eggs? Well, it's hard because you have to, like, you know, you have to be careful and make sure you cook it enough. Otherwise, the stuffing you put in it could give all your guests, you know, food poisoning. <laughs> That's what I think the next, like, the next turducken should be is, like, a turkey stuffed with turkey eggs. <laughs> Sounds horrible. And then you stuff a duck in there, stuff it with duck eggs, stuck a chicken, chicken eggs, hard boiled, all these. <laughs> I want I want a hard boiled turkey egg. And then when you take your sawzall and saw it in half, it's a real show. <laughs> it is. It is. It's just it's just something else. It's yolk and egg white and meat and just <laughs> You gotta put bacon in there somewhere though, I think. Uh, well, pig eggs too. If you're gonna put bacon in there, you gotta put pig eggs. Which is literally just pig fetuses. <laughs> you lost me on that one. We're 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 moving moving on. Aborted pig fetuses. fetuses. <laughs> Uh, several changes are on the table. The Missouri Department of Conservation says uh, they include potentially shutting down the trail during hunting season. Might be a good uh, idea. Posting additional signage, because apparently they didn't have the sign big enough, uh, and requiring both hunters and hikers to wear bright clothing. I mean... Makes he, sense. He was in his uh, turkey day costume. <laughs> it was a fun run. He it was got, a, a turkey, fun run. <laughs> turkey fun run. Turkey fun. It was... <laughs> It was the uh, gobble run. What the fuck? Turkey, the, turkey trot. That's the, turkey was, trot. Yeah, the, the turkey trot. The gobble trot. waddle or something. The gobble right? waddle, yeah. yeah. The, the gorder wardle. <laughs> Luke Niemeyer, a hunter and hiker who, when interviewed, said, That's pretty alarming. It's a pretty large mistake, and it's not easy to do. A turkey is only two feet tall. A human is what? Five feet? And there's two different sounds. <laughs> because he is a hunter and a hiker. Different sounds. So he knows the sounds that both make. He he hikes, so he knows that sound. Right. Uh, as turkey. he's trying to behind a bush, pinch one out, and he knows the sound a turkey makes, as it is also behind a bush trying to pinch one out. A turkey sounds like, Arr! and then a guy sounds like, ah. <laughs> Two very different sounds. This is that's very distinctly different. You, very different, right? You made a good point there. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm so sorry if I woke up your daughter just now. It's okay. It's Either okay. one. <laughs> and it's just should never have happened. Oh, that's the end of that quote. <laughs> sorry, I may have gotten sidetracked. <laughs> well, it's also the end of our show. Do you remember the Ipsy Turkey? I do. Whitaker right the turkey? Yeah. We were on vacation. We came back and it was dead. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who, Who hit hits that turkey? turkey? You can't hit that turkey. This was purpose. This was this was turkey murder. Somebody put a hit out on that turkey. They did. It was probably a local fox. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, no. It was probably the coyotes. Probably, actually. Well, I thought somebody hit it with a car, right? It de- yeah, it was hit by a car. Oh, you think the coyotes, like... Yeah. Paid someone to hit yeah, it with like, the F-150. Because you don't accidentally hit a turkey. Everyone right. knew it was there. Everyone mm-hmm. knew it would be in the road. Everyone knew it was slow. It's, probably it's like hitting a goose. Who hits a goose? Kid. Probably some high school kid that was like, oh, I'm kill it. It's a jerky. I hope wherever it is, it's eating inside of them that they murdered the turkey. Yeah. I hope it's uh, they're stuffed with guilt. Especially when they passed and saw like the Princess Diana like 
memorial that was built to the turkey <laughs> where people were bringing turkeys and taping it to the friggin telephone pole and like there was a there was a turkey wind vane there for a while and there's like all this like kids drawing pictures of the turkey like it was a whole thing elton john wrote a song about it yeah turkey in the wind it was crazy <laughs> well what did we learn today on our show <laughs> well we learned like a turkey in the wind <laughs> Uh, but also maybe don't dress like a turkey and go during turkey hunting season to go hunting <laughs> in the turkey hunting vein. That's probably true. Uh, we also learned that coronavirus. Are, uh, are we doing one to uh, six? I don't know. I, I did. I did five. You, you did can do five. one. Okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what fucking order it is. They're not listening anymore. It's There's an hour and something radioactive now. Radioactive beverage in uh, that's coming out of Ukraine, and it's, you should drink it. It's no more radioactive than any other. Vodka. That's so, true. Well, the the stuff news, that's made of news, okay. the stuff that's made of agave. Who who knows if that's not like from the like the yeah. proving grounds? Yeah, it's at the Trinity test site. That yeah, you know, it's all nuked. Uh, we learned that the Russians apparently want to clone some Scythian soldiers, right, uh, to help them build their pool for you know the big grad party. Mm, indeed. Yeah. We also learned that AI can now detect sarcasm, um, and I'm sure it's going to do a great job. I can't wait for that to be rolled out to Siri. I can't wait. Hey, <laughs> hey Siri. Oh, I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> hey, Siri, set an alarm for 3 a.m. Really? 3 a.m.? Maybe. Don't you really mean 3.20? Because you're going to hit snooze at least <laughs> twice. Uh, and we learned that COVID will make you have a limp dick. So, you know, that sucks. Get your shot. Get your shot. And this hour so you can give your shot. An hour and 21 minutes. You know, we're getting them shorter there for a while. That's what she said. Thanks. So we were also going to talk about in our our throwback segment, um, the twenty five years ago. We were going to talk about some news, but we didn't really see anything uh, super interesting at the time. Um, but on on May twentieth of nineteen ninety six, there was a gay rights thing, Romer v. Evans. Um, where the Supreme Court ruled against a law that prevented um, cities like municipalities in Colorado from taking action against the rights of homosexuals, which is nice. Um, And then on May 30th, 10 days later, Mm -hmm. the Hoover Institution... Oh, vacuums? uh, Maybe. Oh, okay. um, ...released an optimistic report that global warming will probably reduce mortality in the United States. Must be vacuums because that idea sucks. And provide Americans with valuable benefits. Hoover. So Hoover, it must be a very right wing. It must be. This is like before a conservative. Um, this is before Dyson, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the left wing of vacuums. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know because it sounds like uh, that that idea is never going to lose suction because it's just the suckiest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. So like it the, was. So they were like, well, global warming should be pretty good for us. Be good. Might be nice to have some warm weather around here. Seems pretty <laughs> chilly. Aren't you people in Seattle sick of this? <laughs> Aren't you sick of your rainforests? How about some desert? <laughs> so this is uh, the Hoover Institution on War, Revolution, and Peace was founded in 1912 by Herbert Hoover himself. Mm. Um, the director currently is Condoleezza Rice. Mm. Good old Condi. There you go. There you go. So this might be a right-wing think tank. De- I mean, definitely. So Herbert Hoover, he was president right before the uh, the great, I mean, during the first few years of the great depression mm-hmm. and he didn't do anything about it in fact they named the like the shanty towns in like central park they called them hoovervilles 
Oh no. Yeah. There's a whole thing in the original like Broadway production of Annie where they sing a song to Herbert Hoover. Really? Yeah. It's like all the poor people are like, we like to thank you, Herbert Hoover. <laughs> it's like it, <laughs> some of the original songs, not great. I mean, the song ends in a thing where they're basically thinking, thanking uh, FDR's cabinet. And they're like naming the cabinet members. And I'm like, you know, that doesn't really fly very well in 2021. Like they're naming all these people that no one's ever heard of because <laughs> it's like almost literally we're getting close to like literally a hundred years ago. Right. Right. Like, so if you go to Hoover.org, this institution, mm-hmm. um, you see uh, the featured fellows right now are Peter Berkowitz, General Jim Mattis. Oh, Mad and, Dog Mattis. Huh? And Condoleezza Rice uh, are the featured fellows. I mean, Condi's a good person. <laughs> she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, and there are there are plenty of fellows to to uh, go through. You know, I'm sure that if we emailed them and told them about this report from 1996, they could just like get it, dust it off, change the date, same thing, and just pre-release it. Be like, no, this is gonna be yeah, good for us. I swear. Yeah, you know, help with the forest fires. <laughs> burn them down. There won't be any more forest fires when they burn <laughs> right. them down. No more forest fires if they're yeah. all gone. But maybe we should uh, like rake the forests once in a while. <laughs> I don't know why they're not out there raking them. Okay. <laughs> Like you do it at the end of the year. We could get him all those bags that look like uh, jack-o'-lanterns, okay? It'd be jack-o'-lanterns all over California. Just release them and, oh uh, yeah, I, I can't even do Trump anymore. <laughs> look, it's good for the economy. Good for everyone. No downside. Another, you wouldn't know this name, but it's a good name. Um, another fellow of this Hoover Institution is Tyler Goodspeed. Hmm. And what a what a nice upstanding American name that wasn't is. wasn't he in The Rock? <laughs> no, I'm sure. I thought he was Nicolas Cage's character was Tyler Goodspeed. I think you're thinking of Nicolas Cage himself. Right. Wow. Oh no, I'm good. <laughs> Wrong impression. Wow. 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 I'm gonna wow. steal the Declaration of Independence. Wow. They should remake those with with Owen Will- or Luke Wilson. <laughs> Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Nicolas Cage can play the sidekick. That would be great. That would be a nice uh, remake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, 